Hey there, mateys. Welcome aboard the Half Full Gaming Podcast. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Half Full Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, DJ. I'm your host, Zeke. And today we're talking all about Sea of Thieves. We have a couple quick news topics to go over with you. And then we'll jump on over to the discussion, which will be, like we said, all about Sea of Thieves today. But before we get into that, how was your week, Zeke? Uh, I was pretty good, pretty good. We we got into Sea of Thieves, played a little bit of that. I've also been playing some some League of Legends. I got promoted to Silver 2 and then demoted back down to Silver 3 today because I played too many games. But uh, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Okay, okay. So so yeah, I I like hearing the updates to keep us posted on your League of Legends ranked adventures. We'll see if you're... What are you aiming for right now? Are you trying to hit gold and then maybe I really go just higher? want to hit gold. Yeah, I just want to hit gold first. That's the first goal. Okay. But I was I was doing really well. I hit silver two. I've got like a seventy five percent win rate on Darwin. I've been doing great. And then I, I don't know. I just got as soon as I got promoted, I got like two bad games, and then they demoted me again. Like I I won like four games in a row, and then as soon as I got promoted, I lost like two, and so it just put me right back down. Gotcha. Well, you'll get there. So you seem to be winning more than you're losing, and uh, you're getting closer and closer to the gold, so I think you'll get there. The problem is I just get bored of Jarvin, and then I play something else, and then I lose. Oh, you can't do that. Because <laughs> when you get bored, stop and play, uh, play a different game or play a different champion yeah. or something, you know? And then, and then when you feel like winning again. Well, the know, problem when back. I play a different champion, I lose. That's the problem. <laughs> well, that's why you play a different champion in uh, non-ranked, I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I meant not ranked. And then you, when you want to play Jarvan, or when you feel like playing ranked, then just stick to the Jarvan, you know? Yeah. I yeah. forgot Smite win game, which really didn't help me either. Oh, that's... Yeah. <laughs> that wouldn't be good, for sure. Um, yeah, have you played anything else this week, or most of those two games? Yeah, pretty much Pretty much that. I, yeah. Do you see pretty... any good movies? Any good TV shows? Uh... No, actually. Nope, I haven't seen any movies yet. We're going to see Pacific Rim, though. It came out this weekend, and we saw the I saw the first one in theaters, and then I rewatched it again with my wife like a month or so ago. It was really good. We kind of enjoyed it. Okay, it's a kind of a... It didn't do so well when it originally came out, but it's a cool movie. It's kind of like the original Transformers. Very, like, action-y and robots smashing things and, you know, cool battle scenes and good CGI, that kind of stuff. So well, we're going to see I... it. Probably not this weekend, though. We were going to see it this weekend, but it didn't quite work out. We're waiting to see it with her brother. Cool. I've never seen those, so you'll have to let me know how that one is, and maybe I'll get around to seeing the first one. They're pretty cool. Pretty cool. Oh, how was your week, DJ? Well, I played Sea of Thieves like you, and other than that, I've been playing some Pokemon casually. Um, And then I saw... Honestly, I think I watched a couple movies this week, but the one that stood out movie-wise was... What is it called? The Greatest... You are talking about it yesterday. Greatest Showman? The greatest Showman. Ah, oh, it's a great movie. I love yeah, that movie. Yeah, so see, everyone, every time I mention that movie, people say, oh, that was a good movie. And I watched it last night, and about 10 minutes into the movie, I look over at my wife and I said, this film had the potential to be the best movie in 2017. Just flat out. It's that good. And then I was like, we'll see where it goes. And I watched the rest of it, and I liked all of it. It was a fantastic movie. And I can't believe that somebody didn't tell me that I needed to see it because it was like everyone said it was good, you know. So people said, oh, that's good. You know, it's, it's worth seeing. But somebody should like shake you 
slap you and tell you, don't miss this movie. <laughs> because I missed it. Because nobody implied or You saw it. Me. You saw it. I saw it, but it's like I missed it by, you know, several months. Um, yeah, it did really no well in theaters. How good it was, right? Maybe I just was snoozing and wasn't paying attention or something because that is a good movie. And if you haven't seen it, you should definitely check it out. Yeah, it might um, be the out like the the outlets you know that you hear from because like I listen to like some movie review podcasts and mm-hmm. even on like just public radio um, in town they mentioned it when it was out because it it kind of made it was it came out kind of small as a release but then it just it really stuck around for a while because it it, it kind of had like legs throughout its lifespan through mm-hmm. um, theaters and it would just kept playing and playing and playing and kept doing well and well it made a lot of money did really well it's made by the same people who did La La Land. And oh, so, that was a, I loved that movie as well. I, I own La La Land. That's a cool movie. Um, I really liked Hugh Jackman in this one. I, I was super impressed. I was blown away because the only thing I ever know him as is Wolverine. You know, even though he's been in a couple of our things, it's usually a character just like Wolverine. So this was new to me for him. I haven't seen him step out of that kind of role. The tough yeah, guy I, I've seen him in a, in a few other roles, but that's mainly due to uh, my wife. Gotcha. Yeah. So that's cool. So I think he liked that. Um, stepping backwards to Pokemon-wise, what I've been playing is uh, the other week I was talking about that tournament coming up. I played in that this weekend. I believe it ends tonight, I think. Um, and this How'd is pretty casual. Hmm? How'd you do? Good. Um, I, I only played like six matches so far. I plan to play a few more tonight. And I won like four out of the six, I think. Nice. So, That's yeah. positive ratio. Yeah, so it's positive. Yep. So I built a team around, if you're interested in Pokemon, around Swampert and Pelipper, and it's a rain team. And then the rest of my Pokemon have abilities that either hit at a higher uh, accuracy or do more damage or things like that when the rain is active. So Pelipper starts the rain, and then the rest of my team benefits from the weather being rain. And that's kind of my battling strategy for this tournament. It, it's popular, um, but how I tweaked it was I added a lot of extra Pokemon into the team that are not popular. So I'm using kind of a popular strategy with some not popular Pokemon. And it seems to be working. It catches people off guard because they think I'm going to do one thing and I send out something they've never seen and it just messes with them. And then, then I bring out the rain that, that, they, that they were expecting to begin with. And it kind of just, you know, it was too late. So it works. Um, nice. That's cool. Yeah. Aside from that, I played a lot of Sea of Thieves with you with our buddy Brandon, our mutual friend, and I played a lot solo this weekend, actually, too. So I've been doing some solo adventures. But uh, we don't want to talk too much about Sea of Thieves because that's going to be the discussion, um, and it's also going to be briefly in the news. So if you're ready, we should jump on over to the news. Yeah, I'm ready. Let's go. All right. the news so first up this week we have a little piece of pokemon news if you're still playing that uh, small phone game uh, called pokemon go that they're having community days where for a few hours one day a month you can get extra xp and they showcase a certain pokemon and you get all kinds of bonuses and stuff in game and they're doing specials and Sometimes it's shiny Pokemon, and that seems to be doing really well. I think this was their second or third month doing it. It just took place today on March 25th. Um, so if you watch wherever you would 
catch your Pokemon News, Bulbapedia or Pokemon.com or whatever. They'll keep you posted on when the next community day is. And that's just to kind of encourage Pokemon Go players to get out at the same time on a certain day of the month to help you meet other players and stuff. So that's kind of cool. Are you, are you playing that at all, Zeke? No, I'm surprised that game still exists. <laughs> it's doing really well. They're doing they're doing all kinds of partnerships and stuff with different companies. I keep tabs on it, but I do not play it right now. I might jump back in when I when I switch back over to iPhone. Um, but right now I'm I'm on an Android and I forgot my password and I just don't feel like it mostly. So. Yeah, I, I never. I we started kind of got into it like when it was big. I think we tried, but I don't know. I just. It just didn't hold my interest, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, it's it's got to be your thing, I guess, you know. And it doesn't seem to be one of our things, but I'll keep you guys posted if I do get back into it. I'm sure everybody will hear about it. They're coming out with a Harry Potter one eventually. They're supposed to be that too. Yeah, so there's a Harry Potter one the horizon, and there was one before this, which was like a sci-fi kind of capture bases war game kind of thing, which was developed by the same studio prior to Pokemon Go. So I guess Harry Potter will be their third shot at this i don't think harry potter will do as well it it's not as big it's it's yeah it's gonna be based on like the new series of movies the monsters or whatever that's called i don't remember oh that's almost like a ripoff of pokemon entirely fantastic beasts or something like that yeah i think it's what it's gonna be about but i I could be wrong i don't know i don't remember exactly well yeah i I, doubt it'll be as big but i mean it still might be make money which is really all they probably care about I, i probably sound like a harry potter hater now but that's not the case i've actually read a couple of the books and i thought the first book was superb very well written i've i've never seen the movies um but i've seen never seen the harry potter movies no i've seen bits and pieces of them i've read the first two books i believe that's a Um, bummer yeah but they're good i like it i like the world of harry potter i I like the characters and the writing and the story and all that i think it's really fantastic so yeah my movie has dumbledore young dumbledore in it in the next one it's actually cool. looks, I don't know the trailer came out pretty recently actually it's pretty it looks pretty cool I'm excited for that new movie Rebecca and I'll end up going to see it in theaters maybe I'll get around to watching them someday and I'll sit down and watch them all it's just they're, they're really all, good you'd like them they're they're, they're very Star Warsy in the sense where like like the whole there's like a six movie saga and like each one has a good story but like they're all connected you know what I mean to like a mm-hmm. bigger story kind of I don't know it's like that big successful franchise type thing like lord of the rings you know how they they did something like that too where they have like one big story and like a bunch mm-hmm. of little stories and stuff it, it's good they're good they're really good movies hey, speaking of lord of the rings briefly and we'll jump into our next news topic um did you ever play shadow of mordor or shadow of war which was the lord no. of the rings open world okay so actually just... technically i've played like maybe five minutes of it um but that's about it yeah no, i've seen it um, Those are pretty cool if you're feeling like an open world hack and slash explore yeah, com- combo I, thing. I, I've enjoyed I, them. They're they're pretty fun. Um, I thought about getting it, but I've just had other things to play since. Yeah, I don't know. I just never got. I I, I almost bought it a couple times, but I never ended up do, actually like doing it. Well, maybe it. maybe sure I would have enjoyed them. one of mine sometime and check it out if you're bored. Right now, I think oh, we're cool. both got a couple games going on. Yeah. All right. Um, the next piece of news, EA. The the world's most favorite video game company has posted a job listing and they are looking for video game designers or something or the other. I didn't really pay attention, but they're looking for somebody to work on a new open world Star Wars game. What do you think about that? Sounds very exciting. I'm pretty I excited. I think they need something like that for sure. Um, 
I don't know. They need something other than a first person, like you know, the Battlefront remakes that they've been doing in Star Wars. Like, there's there was like a rumored game a while back that like, was in development and then they shut down or whatever. I don't mm-hmm. remember. You you got to remember. You've seen you saw some like early. There was like a trailer or something for it. Like, there's some like they they just need a cool single player like action. Some kind of like you know, I don't know. They just need something. They need some variety in the Star Wars world. I they, I know they have. Tour, which we've talked about before, and I really like that game. But I mean, it's old. You know, they need something new, mm-hmm. non online, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, I was actually hoping it would be online, but I guess the chances of that because they already have their open their shooter Battlefront Two. I'm kind of hoping so well. for like a Zelda Breath of the Wild type Star Wars game. You know what I mean? I'd be fine with that. Do, so, do you think it comes to Switch? Oh, uh, probably not. Um, no, I mean, because I don't, I don't see why, why not. EA would have to work with Nintendo, but Switch is pretty big. And but if it, you, you want... said it was open world, right? Yeah. Typically, the open world games, other than like Breath of the Wild, you know, and like the older ones are starting to come out on Switch. But if it's like high graphic intensity, which is kind of what the AAA EA games have been, you know what I mean? It, it's hard. So it'll probably I'm not sure be... it has the power, but they might. You never know. You never. It's probably be PC, Xbox One, PS4. I would um, guess, yeah. Are we thinking? But maybe you never know, like a Skyrim kind of thing, you know, or anything of that. Just an Assassin's Creed, maybe something like that. Yeah, unless it's like a Rebels type thing, you know, where they're trying to target the younger generation. Which I could see something like that maybe coming out for Switch, but I don't know. Yeah. I honestly, I don't think it'll be on Switch, but it'd be awesome if it was. Guess we'll have to wait and see. And um, I guess it also depends on how well Switch keep continues to do, you know. If it keeps doing really well, maybe they will. You never know. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> well, we'll keep our eye on it. We'll keep you posted if we hear anything. We're pretty big Star Wars fans, so. You let us know if you guys hear anything. You can email us. That, too. Um, and our third piece of news, which is actually going to lead us right into the discussion, is that Sea of Thieves launched this week. It was kind of a rough launch. This is newsworthy. <laughs> They had a lot of server problems. <clears throat> Lots of bad reviews. Online. Really? A lot yeah. of bad like like critic like official reviews or just people complaining about just it? Just customer complaints, people refunding oh, orders okay. and people giving them one star ratings and, and the Microsoft store and stuff. So I did my I... part and I went in and gave them a five star rating because I'm enjoying the game. Even though it was hard to get into, I think, you know, it's it's expected. A game that's launching, especially from a smaller studio or even from a big studio. Games have trouble launching sometimes. A lot of people want to play it. They they try to do betas to prepare, but it doesn't always work perfectly. And people just need to be understanding of that. If you want a perfect game, wait a week or two. I'm surprised. I, I don't know. I'd be surprised if it actually suffered from its releases. Like, a ton from, like, I don't know. Sometimes I think the online, like, uh, like the, the complaints and stuff like that are just, like, a loud few. You never know. I mean, honestly, like, I've been a part of, you know, been like the initial release of SWOTOR. You remember when that first came out and other online games and other things like that? Like, there's always hiccups. There's always things like that eventually to smooth it out. I mean, it's not like we didn't get in the first night. We got in the first night and played. I don't think we found anybody, but we got in. Yes, exactly. Yeah. We got in and we were we were probably the only players playing Sea of Thieves that night by the amount of time. I think we tried for like two hours. At least in our instance, yeah. Yeah. It, there was three, three of us and we grouped up and it took us two hours to get it to put us into a game after we were grouped. Um, but we just tried and tried and tried and had a couple beers and talked while we were trying and eventually it pushed us through. And um, But hey, we'll talk a little bit more about our adventures in the discussion. 
which is coming your way now. Welcome to the discussion. We're going to continue talking about Sea of Thieves. So if Sea of Thieves doesn't interest you, you might want to wait till next week. If it does interest you and you don't want spoilers, um, we'll try our best to keep it kind of spoiler free. We won't spoil any big surprises about things hiding on different islands and stuff like that. But we are going to talk a lot about the gameplay and about our personal stories and experiences with it. Um, so with that, um, take us away, Zeke. Um, anywhere. Where do you want to start with Sea of Thieves? Uh, we'll start with the opening night and uh, getting in there and getting on for the first time. Setting up the groups is pretty simple, I think, when we first... I was actually surprised when we finally downloaded it and I got into it how simple like the setup was. There's like two options on the first page. It's like, yeah, it's like big group, little group. <laughs> big group, little group, by yourself or with two people or three people. Yeah, or four and, people. Then, and then it puts you into queue and you start. Like There's really no fluff to the game. You know what I mean? It's, it's just it's in, you're in, and then you know it's very... Like there's just one thing you 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 get in there you be a pirate and you know you just fly or move around on the ship once you kind of get the hang of it it seems very samey but in a good way you know it's very simple yeah so how would you explain Sea of Thieves as a as a game like an RPG as an open world as a like a storytelling game or some make your own kind of story or like what would you describe as if you had explained it to somebody I consider it an MMO I, I would think like an open world MMO. So MMO with an open world, because it, I mean it's basically what it is. It's it kind of puts you into a server, right? And there's other mm -hmm. people. You're doing missions, and there's other people around you doing similar missions. And then you can kind of get there's a PvP element to it. You can, you know, just run around and you know, you pretty much do whatever you want. Yeah. So in the game when you're playing, if um, we've kind of explored this a little bit between, but there's three factions. Um, there's the gold hoarders. There's like a creepy faction, which is like kind of witchy, and then like a magical undead kind of faction. And then the third one is a merchant's guild, which is like um, traders and stuff. So you can pick up missions from any one of these three factions, and you can pick them all up at the same time, like one from each, or three from one, or two of one and one of the other. And then you gain gold and faction with them, and it allows you to pick up harder missions that give you more gold and more faction. And this just kind of rolls over and repeats and repeats. And repeats. Um, what did you think of the missions in the game? Um, I think they're good at. Uh, I think the point of the missions really is to get you like out, give you something to kind of work towards, and kind of get everyone out there together so they can kind of interact with the world and kind of create stories. I really think the whole point of the game isn't like the missions per se, but just the experiences and the stories you create you know what i mean with your friends and the fun you have that kind of thing which in that sense i think it does a really good job i think it's really good at creating those moments without having to put a lot of like uh effort into it you know what i mean like just going along naturally you're just gonna run into things you're gonna run into other boats you know someone's gonna attack you or you're gonna you know run into an island you know what i mean learning how to steer your boat and, and mm -hmm. sink you know have to patch holes and like you just naturally like, really easy to get into, and then everything's just kind of naturally happens and occurs, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I've uh, I've been really tempted a lot to just almost skip missions altogether and just go out. But at the same time, there's no reason to. Like, you pick up a mission, but you don't have to do it. It's just somewhere in the open world. And you can go towards that, and on your way, you can stop and do other things. 
uh, run into people, you can get shot at, you can stop on random islands and just forget about the mission completely. <clears throat> or you can actually do the mission and do three at a time and then come back and turn them all in or just turn in one at a time or whatever you do. You know, of course, if you choose to stockpile rewards before turning them in and somebody blasts your ship, then they can take all the chests you found or all the skulls you found or stuff like that. <clears throat> um, I think the missions are kind of cool. I think I agree with you. They're, they're really more of just to get you out there, to force you to travel to different islands, to give you something to do while you're actually going to find the thing you're actually going to do. I mean, and the missions are fun, too. I mean, it, it's it's somewhat of a puzzle, which I kind of like. I like the like how they set it up so you they don't really like there's no um you know like in a lot of games there's like a waypoint or there's like a blue line leading you in the right direction or like an arrow being like hey go this way you know what i mean to like right. do the mission is none of that they don't kind of they really don't hold your hand it's kind of just they give you a map you got to kind of decipher the map you got to find the island you know you have to they show you a picture of the island for like one of the for instance one of the missions they'll, they'll show you a picture of an island you have to look at the big world map find that island, go to the island, and then when you get to the island, you have to pull up a map of the island, and there's an X, and you have to, um, just by looking at it or being on the island, you have to kind of de decipher how the map and the island are, are um, oriented. So, like, you know, like, which way's you know, north, which way's you know, south kind of thing, and then from there, using, like, rocks and trees and things on the map to figure out where you have to dig up the treasure, because the treasure isn't just, like, sitting out in the open. You have to go there find the X and then start digging. And, and then if you, it's the wrong spot, you just dig a random hole and nothing's in it. <laughs> yes. And then when you get the right spot for these missions, you'll, you hear a think and then yeah, it'll yeah. pull it up out of sand a little bit. And then you got to hit it with the shovel again and again until it pops up completely. And then you can grab it you know, and you can either, you can drop it anywhere you want. I've tried a lot of different things. You can basically drop it on other islands. You can throw it in the water. You can put it on your ship and bring it back and sell it. Um, so that's, what's cool. It's not yours until you've sold it to one of the vendors on one of the islands. And so if, if you are playing and you, and you haven't figured this out or if you just have no idea and you're going to start, this is a good tip. Um, any island that's labeled an outpost is the one that has mission givers and a place where you can turn and trade and stuff. It can also be a spawning point. So you have a chance, I guess, I'm not sure exactly how the spawning works, but I know that I've spawned on several different outposts. So that must be where they push all the new players onto. An outpost is where you take off from. And this is different. Every time you log out, you respawn at an outpost. Um, so the different types of missions I've seen, I've seen that one you're talking about with the treasure chest, and that's a gold hoarders. And I've done mo most mostly those. I've done a lot of different ones. I currently just hit level 10 in that today. So I was able to purchase the level 10. So they go in increments of like easy ones, and then they go level 5, become a little harder. And then when, when you do enough of those, you can do level 10 missions, and so on and so on. And as you level up, with their faction, you can also buy special items. Uh, now, these items are uh, shovels and compasses and things that are like purely cosmetic that don't actually affect you in any way, but we'll talk about that in a second because that's a little more in-depth. I want to finish the missions. There's also these the, the witch-style missions. I forget what they're called, but the creepy people. And they kind of send you out usually to combat skeletons. And you kill the skeletons and find a skull, and you bring that back. Have you seen any any of those? Yeah, yeah, we did one together the first night. Um, yep. Brandon kind of wanted to do that one. That one actually was pretty cool because we uh, we got the mission. It kind of told us which the name of the island, which was easier, because then you just look at the map and the, if you can go by name, you find the name of the island, you go there, and then 
you kind of like walk onto the island. You have to I think you have to enter the like go onto the island before any of the skeletons spawn. And the skeletons spawn, but like it was kind of cool because there's lots of ways to kill them. You know, the different variations of weapons. You know, they each kind of have like a little mini, like they're all like slightly different, but like cool in their own each way. Each skeleton and, has some of them have weapons too, so they have shotguns or yeah, pistols yeah. or swords, and some of them just have their hands. Some of them are like super skeletons that are like <clears throat> captain, dead captains and stuff. Um, but one of the cool things I thought was. Well, well, the really cool things was that, like, we were on the island, me and you, I think, shoot, like, you know, slice. I was using a sword. I think you were using a gun. And then all of a sudden, Brandon starts firing the cannons from the ship and blowing up the skeleton. Yes. That <laughs> was I funny. I thought that was kind of cool. You know what I mean? There's lots of different ways to do the mission. And, you know, the bigger the group you have, the cooler and easier it can be sometimes. But that, that was a cool. That was Those were cool missions. Those were cool. The third type. Now, I don't think we've actually run them yet. But I think I know what they are because I've come across a couple things at this point. The third ones are the merchant ones. And I believe those are more like go capture chickens, capture pigs, and find boats that have uh, rare silks and stuff on them. And my, my reasoning behind this is you can actually sell gunpowder barrels. If you find a, an empty cage, you can cage chickens and pigs, and you can sell those Why to them as well. Why haven't we done any of those missions yet? Those exactly. Interesting. Yeah. Why haven't we? <laughs> Oh, I don't know. We should do that. Right. So, okay. so <laughs> I didn't we know. Next, is it just another on... vendor? Is it just another vendor? Like, yeah, it's, with, it's uh, usually Quest the giver? vendor on the dock. So usually oh. on all the outpost islands, there's a vendor that does missions is the, the gold hoarder. He's in a tent. And then usually in a building near him is the witch lady. And then on the dock towards your ship is usually where the merchant person is. And they give you the third faction. Now, today... yeah, we should try out one of those. Those sound a little bit more fun. A new puzzle, you know, to solve. Yeah. We'll have to do that next time we're on, and then we can talk about it. Um, I what what really made me think that that's what those missions are is because I've I've sold a lot of stuff to that vendor enough to be level five, so I actually can do the level five missions. And I had never done a non-level five mission with them because I've sold so much random stuff I found. And today I was sailing, and I came across a sunken ship, but it wasn't a normal sunken pirate ship. Like most of them are are mostly underneath the water with seagulls flying above them. And you can just come across them and you can dive in and find a skull or a treasure chest or something in there. But today's, the ship was half out of the water. And it wasn't a pirate ship. It was a, like a merchant-looking ship, if that makes sense. Like a fancier one. And it was, its butt end was sticking completely out of the water. And I went in and I found a crate of rare silks. And I was like, this is weird. I've never found rare silks before. So I brought them back and I tried all the vendors and it was the merchant vendor. And I'm like, okay, so maybe that's a mission that maybe you find a sunken ship on some of their missions that would make sense yeah that sounds cool so anyway we'll have to try that out um i i do like the the gold you can kind of earn gold by selling anything that you find that you can pick up and by you don't actually get gold for completing the missions you get items from completing the missions and you have to bring those items back and that's where you get your gold from from selling those items you found um now, the gold can only be spent on cosmetic items. Everything in the game is purely cosmetic. At the start of the game, you get all the weapon choices given to you. You can choose any weapons you want, and you can change these out at your free will. And then everything so far we've seen is just cosmetic. You can change the way your character looks, his hair, his clothing, his, his items. So what have you liked or disliked about that so far? Yeah, I think the cosmetics look really cool. Um... I haven't actually bought any yet because they're kind of expensive. I think you got to spend some time in there and grind them out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or at least maybe some of the simpler ones, like the, the clothing ones are a little cheaper. But the like the ship ones are pretty expensive. I saw those. Those are the ones I kind of want to save up for to get like 
cool, like, you know, different sails and stuff like that on the ship. I think that would be pretty cool. That would be cool. I even found some that are, uh, you can change the whole of the ship. Yeah, so, yeah. To make it, like, made out of something different almost, and that's kind of Or you cool. can put, like, a mermaid on the front of it and things like that. That's yeah, cool. so that's cool. I would like that. I wonder if eventually they'll come out with something that's not really cosmetic, but that's not an unfair advantage. So I heard somebody talking about it. It's not my original idea. Um, but what if they allowed you to change the position of the cannons on the boat? Hmm. That would be interesting. I feel like that almost would be an advantage, though. Like, if you could put a cannon on the front and, like, a cannon on the back, you know? Right. So I guess that would be almost an unfair advantage. But what if you couldn't put them on the front? What if you could only switch them from left to right? Or maybe make a hole on the lower deck and put a cannon down there so you couldn't get shot off the top deck? Hmm? You know? there's Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's technically, it's still an advantage, but, I mean... Yeah, or as long strategy as they don't... because usually when people are shooting, they shoot at the bottom of the boat because they want to put holes in it the majority of the time because that's where the water comes in. And then, yeah. so you could put them down there, but it's kind of risky because that's. Yeah, it could be different strategy. And yeah. also, left to right, you know, starboard to port, you would make that your strong side of your ship. And if they find that out, they're going to go to the other side. So it has like an advantage because you could all shoot at the same time from the same side. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, that would be interesting. I'd be, I'd be interested to see if they did something along those lines. Because, like, technically, you still have everything. You know, all the tools is to your advantage. You don't. It's not necessarily a huge advantage. You know what I mean? Yes. It's just yeah. another element you have to take into account for. Yeah. Um, I honestly wouldn't have minded if there was slight combat advantages. Not big ones, but slight ones. I wouldn't have minded if they had made you unlock the sniper by playing for a couple hours. And made it at least a small unlock, um, or maybe make a a ten percent better sniper rifle by playing a whole bunch. You know, not a whole lot, maybe a two or three percent better, or or a shotgun that shoots. You know, everybody can get a shotgun, but if you want the shotgun that shoots wider or the one that shoots skinnier and farther, there's an option for that. You know, maybe they even if they make them all available to you. You know, maybe we'll see different think, weapon types. I, don't know. I think the idea was to be it to be very simple. You know, what I mean, and easy to pick up not a huge learning curve and i think maybe i, I could kind of see where like maybe the guns would be a, you know wouldn't be too bad like you know a wider one or whatever but i don't know i i think i don't know i think they i think they, they did a good job of keeping it simple and i think that might detract a little bit from it but maybe it's something they would release later on with like an expansion i like the idea the more i think about it i kind of like the idea of like these different ship variations and being able to pick out different things like that kind of like um, like different champions in League of Legends, you know what I mean? Like, you or a still faster ship or a ship with more weapons. Yeah, or... like a yeah. faster, like less sturdy ship, or you know what I mean? Or like you know, like a different really tanky options. Ship. Yeah, yeah, or just a tanky, slow, like with ship, metal you know? reinforcements on it. You know, they could be like iron bars across certain parts of the ship and stuff. Or like a make... gunner ship with like tons of guns, but it's really weak. You know? Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, like that I loud, could see that, that loud being... noise if you guys heard that. That was my door opening and shutting from my four-year-old. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's that's a good idea, I think. But it'd be interesting how they would implement that. Like, if they would make it something you have to unlock, or if they just give it, like, give you another option when you're setting up. Be like, hey, what ship do you want? You know what I mean? Like, I think that would be kind of cool. Um, I, you know, speaking of cool things, I think one of the coolest parts of this game is the sailing, the everything about it from. When you first look at the ship and you walk up to it and you have to get on board it, you jump on it, you climb up the ladder, you can just jump on and off at free will. It's just like a giant floating hunk of boat and you can just do what you want with it. 
And when you get on, you and your friends, you got to lower the sails and you can position them and raise them for different speeds. And then you have your cannons that you have to load and you can turn. And then you got the guy who's up steering the ship and you got uh, the anchor and you have to raise the anchor and multiple people raise it faster and one person raises it slower and you can drop it and dropping it makes the ship turn, you know, and it makes it stop really quick. Uh, so there's like just the nuances of actually making the vessel go over the water is really like where this game shines, I think. Yeah, I think it'd be it'd be remember useful to explain exactly how it works. Like I liked like like for me getting onto it for the first time it was it's kind of a lot to take in. There was a lot of different things, but like the sails, you could do two different things with the sail, you know, well, let's see. You get on the boat, you got the steering wheel. Obviously that br turns you left or right. Um and then there's a compass there so you can kind of tell which direction you're going, which helps mm -hmm. out when you're trying to figure out where you want to go on the map, you know, because you have to use the map and then point your ship in the right direction. And then, you know, just so you're communicating with someone at the map, you know, preferably, unless you're, you know, you have to go check the map and then go back up. But anyways, so then there's the sails, which kind of drive the ship and you can lower them or raise them, you know, all different variations to go different speeds. And then you can also rotate them with another thing, which kind of helps if you push it with if you rotate it like with the wind you can actually go you know get more speed out of it like if you're trying to run away from someone and i might end up anchor... watching a video on that because i would like to just know exactly how the mechanics of the sails work because it seems like sometimes the wind is blowing sideways on your ship but if you were to turn your sail sideways in real life all your sails it would knock your ship over it wouldn't yeah, make you know. go faster so that's why i'm yeah. curious how accurate are these sails because um, the wind seems to blow in really weird patterns. Um, and sometimes you just get whipping across the top of the ocean. And sometimes so you're like slugging. I think, I think the way it works, because I spent some time kind of playing with it while you guys were flying or driving or uh, whatever, piloting um, uh, the boat, right? So Captaining I think, the vessel. Yeah, so the the wind is blowing typically in a direction, whether it's like, you know, from like the north to the south or whatever, let's say, for instance. And so let's say you're headed um, southeast, right? So if you if you imagine like vectors, right? So you can align the sails with the um, wind, which then it's going to be pushing you south. But you really want to go southeast. So now you have to turn the wheel more in the other direction. So because when Brandon was piloting the, the, the boat, he was noticing that when I moved, because I moved all the sails like really far off to the side, like, you know, mm -hmm. really tilted. And he noticed he had to turn the wheel more because it was pushing the boat that way. So like, so basically what you're doing is you're taking advantage of the wind in the direction you want. And you're compensating for it, the direction you don't want with the steering wheel, basically. It's kind of like a simple vector. Like, I, at least that would, that would make sense, too, because, I mean, it's it's like basic physics. So it's like vector addition and subtraction. And you're using the boat to counteract the direction you don't want, but take advantage of the direction you do want. So then if it was headed in the opposite direction of the way you were going, you're going to be moving pretty slow. And that did happen to us, I think, multiple times. Because I would check. Like yeah, when we were headed was... towards the big school, it, would, it was blowing the opposite direction <clears throat> and we were just moving really slow. That was one of the stories I wanted to mention. We can actually, because we just kind of ran into it full speed. Yeah. I mentioned that. So we found this big skull floating in the sky as we're you know, captaining our ship along, looking for missions or whatever. And, and you're like, hey, we should go check that out. And, uh, and with a little convincing, you convinced me and Brandon to go along with it. And we're like, okay, okay. And we, want, we kept trying to get sidetracked, doing little stuff on the way. And you're like, no, we need to get to the skull. Um, 
I was really curious what was there. We never ended up getting to it, but eh. so Maybe you next did. Time. So you guys didn't end up getting into it. You did. I, you went to it. I did. After you guys got off the next morning, I went back online and uh, I got in a little tiny boat and I found the skull and went all the way to it. So I know it is at the skull. Oh, um, what was it? I don't want to spoil it because I did say oh. I won't give any spoilers, and this is kind of um, it would be considered a small spoiler. But I will say it's worth going to. If you oh, imagine okay. what's there, uh, like the challenge that awaits you, you'll be right. It is that kind of challenge. It is hard. Um, it's hard to get close to it. It's hard to, to survive once you're on it. Um, and that's about as spoilery as I'm going to go with it. I survived about all of 15 seconds. I My boat got shot. I jumped off my boat, got on the land, ran in, inside, uh, was really amazed was looking around trying to take it all in and died sounds um, like it's like a raid type thing you know it's cool like maybe something you should have people you, know, you have to have a team with it sounds like a fun challenge i think that's something we should totally go back and do after we explore some other simpler things you know and kind of get used to the mechanics a little more in the yeah. combat <clears throat> yeah it's cool so it's definitely worth going to um let's see story-wise we played against another uh, player-to-player combat's a really big part of this game um it's at least half of the game is fighting other players um you know when that when that arises you can either run from them or fight them and you know you can take their stuff off their ship you can jump off your ship and get on board their ship or they can start taking off and now you're stuck in the water or you can ram their ship with your ship um and the combat going back and forth with cannonballs puts holes in each other's ships so you can patch those up or you can Shoot if you gun. don't, your boat fills with water and it sinks. <laughs> exactly, right. So we didn't really discuss that too much yet. But as, as cannonballs hit your boat, it takes on water. And then the more water it comes up, the lower your boat gets like it would. And then the next holes up, take on water. And the next holes up, take on water. So strategy-wise, you would want to shoot lower to get water in there first. Because if you shoot too high, it's not going to take on any water. And then you would you know, work your way up the boat. And they have to either decide to go down below deck and patch these holes or to fight back, um, or to abandon ship altogether. Now, if you abandon ship, there's a couple different things that happen. I've experienced them all. Um, the first is sharks eat you, or you get killed, or something, um, and you die. So you get off your ship, and you die. Then you respawn at the Ferry of the Damned, or something. Um, and then you have to wait there to respawn. You respawn at your ship. Now, the other thing that can happen here is if your ship died, if they sunk your ship while you were dead or during your death or right before your death, you now respawn at an outpost with a new ship. Now, the second thing that can happen would be, um, wait, I forgot. I forgot where I was going with that. That's okay. If what if your, your, your ship goes down and you're on an island all by yourself? Right, so then you live... Oh, okay, so oh, yeah, those are the other things. Thank you. The other things are you jump off your ship, there's nobody shooting you. Your ship sails off without you on accident. That happened to me today. Um, I didn't drop the anchor, and my sail, my boat just took off. And I'm like, crap. I'm stuck on an island without a boat. <laughs> Sounds, well, that's funny. <laughs> if you swim out far enough in the ocean and look around, you'll find a mermaid waving a flare. If you talk to the mermaid, she teleports you back to your ship. Um, if your nice. ship is sunk and you're stuck and you're stuck in the same way, swim out to the ocean, find the mermaid, she'll transport you back to an outpost because that's where your new ship is. So it works the same way. Gotcha. All right, um, I think that covers it. There you go. Okay, that that, that was. The, thank you for getting me back to that. That was the other 
the second thing. Um, so just kind of understanding the mechanics of how that works. Um, so if you want to kill other players in combat, they're just going to respawn. So you have to sink their ship if you want to get rid of them. So you can either sink their ship first and then kill them, or kill them and try to sink their ship while they're respawning, um, whatever you think's best. But then their treasure and anything they have will float to the surface when their ship sinks. So you'll be able to get it at that point. Yeah, or you... that was an interesting element that I, I didn't really expect. So like you 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 keep respawning on your ship. Like there's kind of like a, a timer, I guess. You know, like there's a like you can only respawn so quick. But like killing the people doesn't actually help you you know what i mean i mean killing the people just like temporarily you know gets rid of them unless you destroy the ship the ship's kind of like the end all be all either you can you know you know kill them or not kill them run on and steal their stuff and bring it to your ship but then they're likely going to chase you you know so mm-hmm. really the only way to, to get rid of them for good in a sense is just sink the entire ship so like no matter how many times you kill them they're just going to keep respawning so you know, because like, we got into like a pretty long battle with a, another ship when we were playing. It was like two of, two of them versus three of us, and they had a little ship, and they like rammed it into us. I don't know if you want to get into this story or not, but Definitely, it was pretty yeah. cool. Pretty I wanna, cool. I wanna, that was the next thing I'm leading into, because I think we discussed most of the game. That's the best stories you've had. The best. What have you experienced that you're like, yes, this, this is what this game's all about, and that's one of them. So go ahead, you share that a little bit about that battle, anything you recall from that. Yeah, so we actually, we kind of were pick, looking to pick a fight, so we, we, we turned our, um, we went to the nearest outpost and kind of cashed in our stuff so that we could just kind of play around and have fun, and we went out to, we kind of, I think we, we sought out this boat, right? It was a smaller boat, we were on a bigger boat, and uh, we, we kind of attacked them while they were on an island doing a mission, I think, and then they started running away, we chased them, and then eventually they they like turned around and started attacking us thinking they could like take us out i don't know which they did a pretty good job they were i think they were definitely more um at least more skillful than i was because they kind of they kind of snuck onto our boat without us noticing and killed us and then we respawned but we didn't have anything on the boat i think they were trying to sink it they put some holes in it they rammed their boat into it and then because there was two of them, so one was driving and one was kind of boarding our boat, and then they eventually they end, we we shot their boat enough times that they I think they just gave up on their boat and just ran it into ours. We killed their person. He couldn't respawn on the boat, and then I think that was you did that. Did you kill the other guy on the on his own boat? I think I did. I think one of them came aboard ours, and I think I, I killed the one on their boat. You, you the boarded their boat, boat when they attacked, right. when they rammed it into us. And then it was you killed that guy. I did, yes. I remember. They rammed it, right? And so as they were coming to ram us, you, me, and Brandon all hop on the cannons and just blast the front of their boat to pieces. Exactly. So yeah, they yeah. had tons of water coming in the front side of their boat as they smash us. Um, and I don't really know how the impact damage works. I would imagine that they coated it to put holes in your ship. So they probably have additional holes at this point. Plus, they would tore them up with a couple, like maybe six cannonballs in the front of their boat. So their boat was going down. Zeke's sword fighting the guy in the bottom of our ship, hunting him down as he's trying to, as our ship's filling up half with water. Yeah, he was, he went into the bottom and he was looking for chests. And the problem was we didn't have any. And so I was waiting for him to come out and he wasn't coming out. And then his boat sunk and eventually Brandon and I, and then I think DJ ended up joining us. We just went down there and hunted him and killed him. But yep. it worked out pretty well. It was a pretty cool experience. It was the combat was really odd to get used to, but I mean, one thing once you get used to it, it's not too bad. It's not super complicated, but it's it's not quick. You know what I mean? It's long combat. It's kind of easy to run and kite and 
move around, you know? Yeah, it's hard to hit people. It's hard to hit them with a sword. It's hard to hit them with a gun. You know, it, the, you can move faster than you can turn weapons and, and load weapons, and everything is just really slow. It's not a first-person shooter. And everything's so. one shot. You don't have, like, a machine gun or, like, a semi-automatic or anything. It's all one shot, and then you have to, like, spend, you know, five seconds reloading right. it. And, then... and another thing is there isn't even a cursor, like a crosshair. There's no crosshairs in the game. So yeah. it doesn't tell you where you're going to strike, essentially, or shoot. So you have to wing it using an iron sight because um, there's no little marker in the center of the screen telling you that's the center of the screen. And then with your sword, you can swing it or you can charge it up into a strike forward that kind of lunges you forward. Um, so, yeah, like you said, the combat's just really slow, so it's not overwhelming. That's the big thing. Like, if you're thinking, oh, I can't do this, it's PvP, it's not like that. It's Yeah, not- it's it's pretty clumsy but like it seems like it's clumsy on both ends you know what i mean like yes. everyone's like stumbling around Half like your luck it's like yeah. i fired oh did i hit him oh i missed reloading reloading please <laughs> shoot at me oh, he missed like okay. if you if you move around enough it's pretty hard to, to to kill you you know what i mean like if you're running around like mm-hmm. at full speed it's really hard to kill you but the problem is you want to protect your treasure you know what i mean so you running will do you any good in that scenario yes um Another, I wanted to share another quick story. I'll, I'll keep it a quick version of the story, but it was during beta that I played, and it was on the same level of this story of coolness. Like, these are the two best stories that, that I can recall from Sea of Thieves. Um, and, and I was actually, to, yesterday, I was part of somebody else's cool story um, where I was on the bad end of it, where I tried to take on two people, and I gave them a really good run for their money, and they ended up taking all my treasure. I had a bunch of treasure. And they would not leave me alone, so I put up a good fight and really took it to them. Um, but in the end, they sunk my ship, and I was the person who provided them a story to tell their friends. Um, but this other one is one of these cool stories that was good for me. And this was when I was playing beta with Brandon and his wife and another guy that, that we usually game with. And so we go to get a treasure chest. Uh, we're doing a mission, and we get sidetracked. We see a sunken ship. We get this really awesome red glowing super chest, and it just ended up being worth a lot. Um, but we pick it up, and we put it back in our boat, and we're like, all right, we need to get this home. But another big ship pulls up. So we get in combat, and they, they know that we have the chest because they saw us swim from the sunken boat. So they're like, we want that. So we start shooting and go in combat. It's just like the story we were just talking about, except everybody died. Everybody died. Everybody's boat sank. Everybody respawned. I'm swimming around the water with the chest. Everyone's dead. You didn't die. Everyone but you died. Right. There we go. Everyone but me died. I'm swimming around the water. I get the chest. I'm like, guys, I have it. Where is everybody? Brandon's like, we're, we're crewing up. We're back at the outpost. We're coming back. So they knew where it was because it was on the way to the mission. So they come back. And I'm like, all right, well, I need to get to an island because sharks will eat me. They haven't experienced that yet. They're really cute sharks. They're small and kind of cartoony. And they take like two or three bites to kill you. So I swam two. over. What was that? Two bites. Yeah, like two bites to kill you. <laughs> so I, so I, so I move over to the island. I'm on the island. I'm like, I, I guess I'll just wait here. But the enemy boat gets there first. They respawn too. So I'm like, oh, crud. So I'm hiding behind rocks and trees watching them as they're sailing around the island in a circle looking for me. Then they start coming up close to the island as if they're going to come aboard the island. So I run and hide behind a rock um, down like by the water. Just wedge up in a spot that doesn't look like you're actually supposed to be there. They come aboard the island. Somebody does because they're running around the island making noise and shooting guns 
and they can't find me. So they go back to their ship right as Brandon and the rest of the crew shows up. So my crew's here. So now they start sailing at each other again. And Brandon's like, they're coming for us. We're not going to be able to make it to pick you up. So I'm like, we'll just go along the island. So Brandon starts sailing along the island. I take the chest. I start swimming out in the ocean. The other ship's coming. I say, Brandon, you got to go. So he goes just full speed. They lower all the sails. And I hit him at an angle where I'm able to grab onto the side of the boat at one shot at it. You hit it or you don't. And the, and the boat's going to be gone. And I grabbed it. I grabbed on to the side of the boat, got the chest on board, and we outsped him and took off and got it home. And we got the chest. It was one of those, you're in the heat of the moment and there's battle and, you know, people are looking for you and the ship's sinking. And it's, I think that's what Sea of Thieves is really all about. Yeah, it's about those those cool stories. And if we're not making them sound really cool, you got to try it out because they are pretty cool. Try it out for yourself. It's a really cool game, really fun. I'm excited to get in there and try out all the other, the new missions that we haven't done yet and the, see what's at that skull and stuff like that. It sounds really cool. It sounds like something we could definitely sink a lot of time into. Yeah, sink a lot of time into. We'll see if it's any good. Ah, uh, ah. Uh. <laughs> okay, okay. So with that, do you have anything else you'd like to say about the game? No, I think that that pretty much wraps it up. I think maybe next week after we uh, have a few more adventures, maybe in our uh, what we did this week, we'll discuss some cool adventures as we keep continue yeah. the podcast. Definitely. Um, I think it's worth noting and closing that the game is both cross-platform, like it's, uh, it's cross-play and play anywhere. So you can play it on PC and Xbox One right now. You can play together with your friends. And if you own one copy, you can actually play it in the same household on multiple devices with just purchasing one just purchasing one copy so that's kind of cool it's nice that microsoft and the sea of thieves developers are working together rare they kind of made that happen um so uh zeke you and me we give it our recommendation right definitely yeah it's definitely got my recommendation give it a shot especially if you got people to play with that's the best part about it i think yep i agree playing with friends um or family you know you can family share it just like he was saying to, to multiple devices or even a pc and an xbox things like mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. yep oh and uh i keep thinking of additional things the one other quick thing is you can uh do other stuff in the game too like there's musical instruments you can play and stuff um so you can play yeah. like a band and run around and then you can fill up your mug and drink beer or, or whatever and there's a your... lot of little things that you would that like, it was interesting how they like like you know you can get drunk in the game and then it and messes they up wobble your senses. around and you, you know yeah there's you a lot of different elements and they, they we didn't need we didn't nearly touch everything in the game you know what i mean and we'll come back and talk more about it later but there's definitely a lot of cool stuff a lot of depth oddly enough to the game haha <laughs> <laughs> yes there's lots of depth out in the sea okay okay so with that um it's been great we're gonna see you guys next week i was your lovely host dj And I'm your host, Zeke. Peace out. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Half Full Gaming Podcast. This show was created and produced by myself, DJ Zauner, and my brother, Zeke Zauner. The music was created by Rebecca Zauner. We invite you to check out our websites at halffullreviews.com and easyrunningcoach.com. If you'd like to support the show, please leave us a five-star review on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you listen to the podcast. If you'd like to support us more directly, you can donate via PayPal on our websites or by going to patreon.com forward slash half full reviews. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.